Today, we're going to try something new along the lines of Scattergories, if you've ever played that game. We're also going to talk about that question you always wish someone would ask you, but they never do. You get a chance to tell me all about it. That and a whole lot more, but intros get long and boring. We're cutting this one short. My name is Sarah. Let's get started. Today for the five-word challenge, you know how this goes. Ordinarily, I give you five words, you memorize them, you tell them to me, back to me at the end of the episode. You get points for all the above, plus if you know what they have in common. Today, you're going to know these things, and you're going to know what they have in common. But perhaps the extra added challenge could be that you memorize them in the order that I give them to you today. Once I say them, you might go, yeah, okay, I get what you're saying here. I'm going to start off with touch. T-O-U-C-H. Touch is the first word. The second word is hearing, H-E-A-R-I-N-G. Third word, sight, S-I-G-H-T. You know what these are, right? Next one is smell, S-M-E-L-L. And then finally, the last word is taste, T-A-S-T-E. Memorize those words, touch, hearing, sight, smell, and taste. You know what they have in common. Bet you do. Perhaps you can memorize them in the order I just gave them to you today. Touch, hearing, sight, smell, taste. Touch, hearing, sight, smell, taste. We'll come back to these later in the episode. Today, we are going to try something brand new for the podcast. We're going to do scattergories, but we're going to do it podcast style. If you're not familiar with the game itself, you usually have these cards and a notepad and a dice and a timer, etc. We're going to do it a little bit differently. We're still going to use the card with categories. I'll give you the letter that all the words should start with. So we'll do the letter first and then the first category. And then I'll give you 15 seconds. And then we'll go on to the next category. Same letter, 15 seconds, on and on to the end of the list. So say that we rolled the letter R, and one of the categories was names. So then you could say, and say as many as you can think of, Ron, Reginald, uh, Robert, like that. So you get the idea. But then also you could do Ronald Reagan and get two points. Yes, you could. Now, in some of the other categories, not names, but like one of them was gifts, And I was thinking, well, if your letter was N and you started off with a nice piece of jewelry, you could carry on. You could be like, a nice coat, a nice toy, a nice, and have a million, right? If you want to do that, fine. I am not here to judge at all. But here's my suggestion. You do the counting of your points on your fingers because points are worth nothing. But just for personal satisfaction, if you get one where you get a whole bunch of them, then you'll be like, whoa, I got like six on that one or, or whatever it is. But you don't have to keep track of points either. Oh, you know. Got it? You got it. Let's start with... The letter S, as in Sam, and we are going to begin. The first category is restaurants. So all the restaurants you can think of that start with the letter S. Go. The only one I could think of was Sonic's. If you thought of local restaurants, that's perfectly acceptable. I just wanted to point out, if it's a word that makes sense to you and it fits the category in the letter, letter, go for it. And the next category is notorious people. Notorious people with the letter S. Go. Go. 
Oh my gosh, I only thought of one. Samson, Samson and Goliath. But anyway, I hope you're doing better than I am. We're getting warmed up though. Next word is fruits, F-R-U-I-T-S, fruits that start with the letter S, go. That one I came up with seedless grapes or squash. Is squash technically a fruit? Hey, I don't care if it is or not. If you got squash, we're giving you a point. I'm getting a point. Everybody gets a point. Ready? Next category is things in a medicine cabinet that start with the letter S. Things in a medicine cabinet go. I came up with sutures, which not really, but whatever, and um, syrup, like cough syrup. Next one is toys, T-O-Y-S, starting with the letter S. Go. I had silly string, you know, and a couple more. How about you? Next is household chores. Let's start with the letter S, household chores. How about sweeping? Next one is... Bodies of water that start with the letter S. Bodies of water. Go. Hey, if you started off your list with Sea of whatever, Sea of Tranquility, which isn't actually a bottle, a bottle, a body of water, but just as an example. So say that you were like, see of something, and then you went, see of something else, see of something else. That's fine. Give yourself a point for each of those. But I came up with superior, too, as in Lake Superior. Next category is authors. Ooh, okay. Authors that start with the letter S. First or last name, it's up to you, or both. Ready, set, go. Did you get Shakespeare in there in your list somewhere? Next category is Halloween costumes. Halloween costumes that start with the letter S. Go. Scarecrow? Uh, Okay, next category is... Things that are round, R-O-U-N-D, things that are round that start with an S, go.
sphere, saucer, and finally, words associated with exercise. Words associated with exercise that start with the letter S. Go. Swim, stretch, stationary bicycle. Hmm. All right. No matter how you did, great job because it forced your brain to think of something under duress to keep it going and and not uh, lulling itself to sleep while you're driving, hopefully. Back to the five-word challenge today. You know the words already. The challenge today is just to remember which order we're doing them in. The words are touch, hearing, sight, smell, taste. And what do they have in common? We'll get back to it at the end of the episode, of course. Touch, hearing, sight, smell, taste. Touch, hearing, sight, smell, taste. See, I didn't do them in alphabetical order on purpose. For a topic today, it's going to be a great one. It's something that gives you the opportunity to, to talk about something that you hardly ever get to, though you kind of always want to. But it's one of those things that you can't bring up in normal conversation because it would be self-aggrandizing or... Uh, you know, just like too self-centered-y sounding. But today, I give you the opportunity to talk about yourself and your experience to your heart's delight. And as a matter of fact, I would love that. Love for you to do that because it'll get you further down the road. Say it out loud. You know the drill. Say it out loud, out loud, because then it forces you to make complete statements. It's forcing another part of your brain to work, and it'll take you longer to get through the whole story that way rather than just thinking in your mind, Oh, I remember the time that I... No, no, no. Out loud, give me the details. It'll get you further down the road. It could be something positive. And I really I really hope you do have something that is positive. A skill you have that doesn't ordinarily come up in conversation, like playing the accordion, or and that you are a great square dancer, or whatever. And then tell me all the details. How did you get to be a square dancer? Where did you learn? Where did you go? What kind of costumes? Et cetera, et cetera. I want to hear it. If it is something negative, because, you know, me, I try to stay away from that stuff, but we can't ignore those parts of our lives either. And if it's something that you feel like you need to talk about, that's okay, too, if you need to talk about it. I think it was this past summer, I talked to a gal. It turns out she was in the press area at Kennedy Space Center the day that the Challenger exploded. And actually, as I record this podcast, we're coming up on the anniversary of it again at the end of January, but she ended up talking to me for quite a long time. And I can't remember how that came up in conversation. It did organically. You could just tell that was something that she has in her catalog of experiences that is so heavy on her. How could it not be? That she kind of appreciated having a chance to talk about it. And that is definitely one of those things that would not come up in conversation ordinarily. Here's an example of maybe one you don't want to do. Uh, a few months ago, I ended up chatting with a gentleman who had actually worked with, in a chocolate factory in Milwaukee, a serial murderer from Wisconsin that everybody knows. He worked with that person. And after the conversation, and I didn't bring it up. I mean, like, how do you introduce that into a conversation? I sure didn't bring it up. It kind of came out from what we were talking about. And he offered the information. But after the conversation, he said, I don't really like talking about that. And I don't 
like thinking about it. And I said, oh, I'm really sorry if you felt like you had to. And he's like, no, 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 I did it. Maybe he actually did need to talk about it. And he just, his knee-jerk reaction is, I don't want to talk about it. Understandable either way. Point being for you, if you've got one of those things that's welling up inside of you and you need to talk about it, please do. Tell me about it. I'm non-judgmental. I am not going to answer back. I am just here to listen. But... If you have something really nifty, neat, fun, something you love, something that makes you smile, tell me that story. I would also like to hear that. Ready, set, go. My story today, if you need an inspiration, I'm going to make it really short because I took up so much time explaining to you what the prompt actually was. Mine, I think, in the future is going to be going to the Queen's funeral. Right now, people still legitimately ask me about it in conversation, so I don't have to bring it up. But at some point in the future, nobody will. And most of the people around me at some point in the future will not know that I went. And so I think in the future, I'm going to wish that people asked me, did you go to the Queen's funeral? And if so, tell me about it. What was that like? And I'll talk about how it was 44 hours from the time they announced the Queen passed away on live news coverage, 44 hours from that moment until the moment I was walking out the door to drive to the airport to go to England, or how I felt going through the line for the lying in state, or how I almost fainted during the funeral. Because those are things that I'm going to want to remember, such a detail. Unfortunately, like all of our memories, they get the edges of them get rounded off the further back in your mind they are. And you forget some of those boots-on-the-ground details. Anyway, I could go on about that a lot longer, and I would if I was you trying to drive down the road right now. But I'm going to leave it there for you as an inspirational idea if you haven't already come up with one for yourself, but I bet you have because you've just been dying to tell me or anyone this story. But if we're all done with that, let's move on and do some trivia. Oh, this is a good one. When Ringo Starr joined the Beatles in 1962, what was the name of the drummer he replaced? Pete Best. What does YMCA stand for? Young Men's Christian Association. Give yourself a point for each of those words that you did get correct. Young Men's Christian Association. What's the only mammal that can fly? A bat. In The Wizard of Oz, what's Dorothy's dog's name? Toto. In which movie... Did country music star Tim McGraw play a father named Sean Tui? The Blind Side. Who was the second president of the United States to be assassinated while in office? James Garfield. In which city would you find Lombard Street, which claims to be the crookedest street in the world, which my mother drove down or up in a sedan? San Francisco. And by up or down, that's for real in San Francisco, which is built on hills. Here's a crazy one. If you get this one, bonus points. 
Which sea creatures often hold hands while sleeping? And by hands, kind of mean flippers. The answer is sea otters, and they think it's because... The sea otters don't want an individual sea otter to be swept out to sea with the currents. And that is trivia. As usual, give yourself a point for each of those you got correct, except for that one I gave you bonus points for. That's going to do it for this episode. So let us just round it off here with some more possible points for you, and that would be for the five-word challenge. You know what they are. You know what they have in common. Tell me what they are in the order that we've been doing them today, though. Can you do it? Touch, hearing, sight, smell, taste. A point for each of those that you got correct. And if you can tell me what they have in common, which is that they are the five senses, give yourself another point. I'm going to wrap up this episode of Stay Awake While Driving. But first, tell me, how is it I never thought of strawberries as a fruit during this categories game? That time constraint drives you crazy. Anyway, wherever you are out there in the world today driving around, I hope it's going well and that your drive is safe. And until you and I get another chance to have a conversation, take care. <laughs>